Here's to getting back together, to planned lunches and unplanned cookouts, to grandma's recipes and smells that take us back, to passing down plates and traditions. Here's to warm embraces and familiar faces, to your best friends becoming best friends, to scheming, dreaming, and food still steaming. Here's to laughter and love, to growing closer than ever, for all of life's get-togethers. Chinette, here's to us. Do you want to know how amazing people connect? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag RussSelfie. what you hear, please share. Special thank you to our sponsors, H&R Block of Albany, Corvallis, Lebanon, and Salem. For all your tax needs, call 541-704-0747 and Landmark Professional Mortgage. Think local, think Landmark. For more information, go to landmarkprofessional.net. It's a very good afternoon to you. Welcoming, to, welcome to uh, marketing with Russ. Even though it's not Russ, it's Alan Hennessy here. How are you today? Uh, I am the guest host uh, for today on the Marketing with Russ uh, podcast, video cast, whatever you want to call this. This is what it is, and we are delighted to have your company. And today, I'm going to be speaking with Wendy. Gal, Gav, Gavin, Gavin. Oh, well, that's a we'll, we'll, we shall find out more. I got the right pronunciation of that uh, coming up soon. But uh, just a little bit about me. I'm Alan Hennessy from Compass Media, uh, social media and digital marketing. I am based here in Dublin, in Ireland, and uh, we are delighted. I'm delighted to be uh, the guest host here for Russ today who is having a little bit of a time off, uh, well-deserved as well. So without further ado, I'm going to bring my guest on, and that is the wonderful Wendy. So Wendy, how are you today? Great to see you. Wait, can you see me? <laughs> I can see you. We can see you. You're in full glory, and we are live across social media. Yeah, so speaking of technical difficulties, I can't, all I'm doing is looking at my screen. <laughs> okay. Well, we have, uh, there's the two of us here on screen. So Wendy, how are you? So I'm good. I'm great. Um, happy Memorial Day to everyone. Um, wherever you are, we're uh, 
where it's cold and rainy. Hopefully you guys, other people are having, you know, sunny, nice weather, but um, I think it's been nice to have a long weekend. So um, can I want to get on because it's awkward just talking to my computer screen. Okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll try and get that sorted. So if you want to log on and uh, you can even log on to Facebook or you can see us there or yeah, if yeah. you uh, switch your screen view. Oh, there. Got it. There we are. There we are. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey. It's a, it's a pleasure to have your company. And uh, I'm thrilled and excited to uh, chat with you today as well. It's Galvin. Am I right in saying this? So, so I'm saying we're going to play my ex-husband. Jim Glavin. 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 Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Then we, we have that sorted out. We have that also, what's good is it's with you, Alex, Alan, I'm sorry, is that... Uh, you know he's Irish, which I'm oh. not. I'm not Irish, so. Uh, well, I should have no excuse then. Otherwise, should I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I suppose, Wendy, before we get stuck in and we start chatting about marketing and connecting, and you know, and the power of what it can do for people in business, and also for just in a general interaction and marketing, um, maybe you might tell us a little bit about yourself first. Okay, I'm going to start with why there are picture hooks on the wall. So I moved out of New York City after 30 years uh, on April 30th. What is that, one month ago? No, about a month ago. So I'm kind of in the midst of like, you know, unpacking boxes, you know, so that's why you see the next time where we do this, you'll see beautiful uh, pictures hanging up. Super. Super. So um, um, you want just a, my quick elevator pitch? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's. Okay. Tell us all about yourself. Okay, thirty-year marketing communications veteran. <laughs> Thanks for us. Um, Full-service agency owner, published writer, technology columnist, and global speaker. So the core of what I do is marketing, um, executive writing, uh, social and digital media advisory, and um, I also started uh, pu public relations, of course, and I also started a new service called Decode Your Value during the pandemic because I wanted to help people realize that you're not defined by the work you do, the work you did, your income, your status, your age, your gender. You're defined by your life skills. So I've been writing a lot about that since I think I started the, the um, process during last June and I've been writing and speaking about it um, because people often think of themselves, let's say you've lost your job. Mm. And, you know, you define yourself by your job or all the other uh, uh, self-limiting beliefs. It's it doesn't help you to move forward. But the process that I created called Decode Your Value has a life skills tree for people to download. It's free um, to create their own digital tree. I have my digital tree as an example for people to use. I create I decoded my value and. Basically, it just goes through your, if you look at your background, your, so I say, I'm sorry, I say, instead of looking forward, look back. So look at your background, your experiences, your relationships, your interests, and then you'll find your true brand potential. So uh, I love to give this one example, and I'm sorry, if it, it is my son or one of my sons. I have three sons, 29, 27, 22. So my 27 year old last year, was um, furloughed and he thought not because of decoder value, maybe, maybe he heard me talking about it, but 
he thought to himself, you know, I was an English major at Tufts and he always loved writing. So he self-published a book and said to me, mom, my dream is to sell 280 copies to make my money back. And because of my background together, we did, you know, Zoom book launch, Facebook book launch and got him in the New York Post. It's about growing up in Manhattan private schools, but not a gossip girl thing, more literary and more, I don't know, to a certain degree sad because it talks about important topics like racism and sexism and um, just just a lot of different things. So that was his first book. He has sold more than a thousand copies. It's called The Venerable Vincent Beatty. And he just has completed a second book that'll be coming out in July about the Hamptons, which is where we are. We're in Southampton, which mm. is completely a coincidence. So um, I think that's, that is a very good example. And I'm not just giving it because it's my son. I'm giving it because here is somebody who was 26 years old, didn't have any, you know, was furloughed, had, you know, no t- tons of time and thought back about love writing, lo- you know, English major and wrote a book and sold a thousand copies at 26 years old. So, and that's a no name person. I mean, yeah. he's a name, a name, Wendy, my, Will Glavin is his name. So that's what I decode your value is what I'm trying to help people to do. So, yeah, and I think that's I think that's very important. I think that's because a lot of people do that. They sort of, and especially I suppose through the pandemic, they sort of went, "Oh God!" They stand on back and they're going, "What am I going to do? What am I going to do?" It's only as you say is is when you look back at your experience and look back at what you can bring to any table and to any organization, or even as a entrepreneur and a solo entrepreneur, or as your son done, you know, writing a passion you see the value in what it is that you do. And then when you see that value and what, you, what you've what you done and the experience that you have, that it's, a, it's just a case of, I suppose, you know, reigniting that fire and reigniting that passion. And I think that's that's incredible. I love the whole idea of decoding your value because it's not, I don't think enough people do that. I think they just sort of scramble and they start trying to figure out as to what it is they can do next as opposed to looking back and saying well what really have i achieved or what is it that i'm really good at i mean i completely i completely agree with you mm-hmm. i mean i i never think in terms of reinvention i think in terms of building on your strengths so mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm the ver- the importance of looking back is i'm going to give you one example i worked my first job out of college was working in house of general electric I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be a lawyer. And my professor said I was too dramatic. My prosecutor dad said, you can't win your case. Do you see it? See the other side. You're more of an advocate. So that's what I became. But working in house at GE, I was surrounded by engineers and, you know, technologists, scientists, that sort of thing. And over the years, I worked for, you know, large global agencies, you know, medium-sized agencies. And I kept being given technology accounts. But the interesting thing is, I didn't make the connection about, wait a second, when I was first out of college, being surrounded by all these technical people, I learned about reading and understanding complex technology terms. So now, you know, I work with clients in FinTech and artificial intelligence and blockchain. I mean, you know, that's, that's like a, a, that's a straight line to from the beginning and like where I am now. 
Yeah. I mean, in, in, in a specific area, in one area. Mm. And I suppose, you know, we, we, you know, we're talking, you're talking about fintech, you're talking about, the, you know, the tech end of it as well. But I, I'd like to speak, and I know like market, uh, marketing with Russ, we talk about how we can market ourselves. But I think the, 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 keys, the key elements of, of, of marketing is, is, I suppose, is showing up. And yes. understanding and, and letting people know what you do. And I suppose in that respect, it's about connections and building them connections and you know spreading the I suppose spreading the net. So you know it's it's I think it's that's so important. What are your feelings on this? I completely agree with you. I I mean I lived in New York City for 30 years. Obviously, I'm not 30 years old, so <laughs> Prior to that, I lived in Philadelphia. You're not supposed to laugh. You're supposed to I'm say- I'm not laughing, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, <laughs> neither am I. <laughs> yeah, so I, so I, I, I feel that- Age comes with experience, experience comes with age. That's, yes. that's what I've always said. <laughs> yes, you're right. So I just, I think that the whole, your whole point, Alan, about connections is so important. It's always been important, but I'm saying, particularly during the pandemic, as you're saying, show up. And I, what I, you know, what I, I do, be, I'm outgoing. So obviously I'm going to be talking, but for people who are not like, don't just be, you know, be an active participant, even ask a question or something because it helps you learn more. So I think the amount of people that I've met all over the world because of these types of shows, you know, people being on shows, you know, people connecting with each other um, is, is probably more so than than in any other previous years. Um, and I, what, what I think is also really good is, at least what I believe, the pandemic you know, has affected us all in a lot of negative ways, um, major you know, losses. Um, but the thing is, people have become more personal. So I'm, I'm thinking in the past when I went to live events, you know, it's, it's always about dressing up and, you know, that kind of thing and being more businessy, like, hey, I'm Wendy Glavin, founder and CEO, of Wendy Glavin Agency. And I think during the pandemic, I, I'll say me, my merge, my professional and uh, personal personas. So now what you're seeing is the total of me. Yeah. So I, I think that's maybe another thing that people should keep in mind, you know, it's okay if you're, you know, if you are working remotely, if you're in a situation like this with, you know, not a completed, you know, room, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's what you just said, Alan, just, you know, show up. And um, I think people still are fearful of going live. Um, but I, I want to tell everyone with the experiences that I've had, it's, it's like you're talking to a friend. I mean, like we're doing now, it's not like a formal, it's actually to me much better um, in this way than it had been previously. Um, also, you know, we have more time. And so connections, I just think it, I do think also it needs to be mutually, it needs to be two way. I do get a lot of emails and, you know, cold calls, which I don't like. And particularly what I think is important is when people connect, when you want to connect with somebody, do a little bit of research on them. Like, don't write to me and say, hey, you know, would you, you know, could we help you create a website? It, all that does is I end up just deleting. I mean, 
take the time to do research on the person that you want to meet. And it's interesting. You can find all different ways of connecting. I, I, I remember connecting with different people because of, uh, I mean, don't, I don't want to say sports because I'm, I don't, not that knowledgeable, but I do know because of my three sons about football, basketball, baseball, I learned more during the pandemic, watching the NCAA, all that stuff. So I'm saying that's even like, even a personal interest is a way that you can connect even, you know, for in the beginning, prior to this, our, our show, your show, Alan is, we spoke about the fact that uh, Alan lives in Ireland and I spoke about the fact, oh, I visited Ireland. It was really beautiful. So I think that's that's what's really makes things like much more relaxed. And I think it's freeing that we yeah. don't have to hide ourselves, you know, just be who we are. Yeah. And I think that's very important. I think, you know, to your point, what you're saying there about, you know, getting to know the people as well. And I think that's what we do, I suppose, for so many years. We've always been, you know, oh, this is my business head and this is my personal head. Whereas I think we have evolved, and especially over the past, the last, I suppose, the last year or so, is is that that's gone out the window because, you know, there is like I've I've been on calls, Zoom calls with people sitting in kitchens and there's kids running around everywhere, and you know, like, and you get that. And but I think what's happened is is it's made us more conscious of like this is life this is how things are and this is how things are going to be for this foreseeable future until such time as they start to move back but i think what we've done is, is we've huge learning curve is, is that we've actually all learned that yeah it's okay not to be perfect and it's okay to have you know that whatever's going on but i think at the end of the day your quality of your work will always shine true but i do believe and I totally agree with you, is, is build that connection and get that person to know or get that company or that people that you're trying to attract to, to know you. Once they know you, as you say, they'll like you. And then when they like you, they're going to trust you. And the yeah. thing is, and if they don't like you, it's okay. Hmm. I mean, not everyone is going to like us. Yeah. So, you know, I think what's really important is to be honest with people about who you are, about, you know, if they're asking for services or help or whatever it is, to be really honest about, you know, what you do and what you don't do and and also have a way in which you work. For example, with public relations, I'm, well, in all cases, I'm honest, but I'm saying I don't tell clients what they want to hear, which is like, oh, sure, you'll be in TechCrunch. Mm. I will say, I'm just using that because that's a specific example. It's like, Oh, well, I was in TechCrunch. And I said, when? And he said, five years ago. I said, well, five years ago is not today. So today you're not be going to be in TechCrunch at the moment because of blah, 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 blah. So I think it's also important. Be aware. I'm not saying you, Alan. I'm just saying for people, be aware that we're living in a pandemic. So, you know, be empathetic, be honest, be caring. You know, I'm saying it's, I cannot believe that so the way that people sometimes behave as if we're not even in a pandemic. I mean, we have to be, we have to understand the fact people have lost their jobs. People are down, depressed. You know, there's a lot of, you know, mental health issues. So, you know, basically, I mean, it's certainly not what I say, but I believe, you know, just be kind. Yeah. And, and I would say also, which the people who are salespeople aren't going to like this, but stop selling. The, there's a famous quote. I don't have the, the person in my head, but it's called, 
instead of selling, start helping. It might be Gary Vaynerchuk, but stop mm. selling. I mean, it's just, and and I don't like the bait and switch where like, oh, you know, read about you, or da 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 da, and then it's like in for the in for the I don't want to say kill, but in for the you know what I mean. It's like don't yeah, do bait, yeah. don't do bait and switch. Yeah. And now I what I do, people call, oh, hi, this is da, da, da. I'm like, this is what I say. Uh, where are you calling from? Why are you calling? And I mean, it's a bit, it's sort of rude, but I mean, we all have limited time. I say, okay, I'm not interested. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can wait, you can waste so much time on a phone when you actually sort of, I think it's like, I always, I'm a firm believer in is if I'm going to talk to anyone, I'll always reach out and connect with them. Um, whether that be on, social media or whether it be true email or whatever shape or form it is but what i will do is is i will actually um what i will do is, is i will actually then say okay here's here's what i do how can i help you or is there something that we can pull together that we can we can actually do that's going to help us and that in that way there's a mutual understanding but i know a bit more of a backstory about the person and they know a bit more about me and in that respect it means now that we can sort of move it to the next and we have some common ground and i think that's so important as well i just see g scott smith has just said yes do some research automation is fine but don't try to make it personal because it's not my favorite hello d i'm always interested to add more motivational listeners to my network yeah and then it goes and it's exactly what he says there you know um i was gonna i was gonna ask you what would be um i suppose your key marketing tips for uh, businesses out there that are trying to get ahead i know we spoke about connections and i understand that's one but would you have any others that you would uh, suggest that people try and uh, implement into their marketing yeah so i would say first and foremost make your message branding sorry guys <laughs> happy memorial day somebody um make your brand consistent across all channels i'm going to explain that so first of all everybody people might say do we need a website yes you need a website the question is why do you need a website because any editor or journalist or anybody they're going to look you up so everything needs to be consistent from your website to, I, I, you know, depending on whatever you do. I mean, it's the covers a lot website, you know, social media profiles, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, a bit different than Facebook and Instagram and other social media platforms, but, you know, have consistent brand messaging. So I'm not, this is not a sales pitch, but like if you go to Wendy Glavin agency, um, all the, my banners, for example, the banner on Facebook, the banner on Twitter, the banner on LinkedIn. I mean, everything's the same, the same colors, because you want to, to have a people to have a consistent, you know, experience. The other thing is, um, which of course doesn't it's not does not applicable because we're talking, but don't make websites so text heavy. Like people people spend less than forty seconds on a so make the first page powerful. And not text heavy, not filled up with jargon, not, you know, not uh, business accolades. Like if people are going to recommend you or, you know, get it from other people, not yourself. It's like I gave you the caveat about my son, you know, what, where, you know, it doesn't have as much credibility as the New York Post does in that case. 
So I'm saying make sure that your brand is consistent. Number one, colors, words, purpose, mission. Um, and, and please stop selling. And I'm, I really do mean that because, you know, again, I don't, I, I don't have it in front of me because, you know, we're in this, you know, we're whatever, we're just kind of, th we threw this together, but um, it's important to, um, it's important to make sure that, you know, you have a specific brand message that is different per channel. So on Twitter, that's sort of more serious. The other thing is interact with people. So comment on other people's posts. You don't, don't just be on Twitter reading people's things or, or, or I see a lot where people are just selling services. You need to build communities on all the different social media sites. Mm -hmm. Facebook, I'll say Facebook and Instagram for me are more the personal side of me in the sense of, you know, my three boys and graduation, college graduation and you know, all that kind of stuff which I have, I have decided not as a business strategy, but, you know, posted all these photos from graduation. I guess it was about a week ago and my birthday too, all over the place. I mean, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, etc. So I'm not suggesting that people do that. I'm just saying that, you know, think in turn, I mean, in other words, I feel comfortable now showing the personal side of me. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it's okay. But so make sure that your branding is consistent and also think in terms of where you are as a company. So either if you're a startup, there's certain things that you need to do. Startups, if you're trying to raise money, okay, startups need a white paper, startups need a, a pitch deck. So it depends on where you, what stage of the journey you're, you're in. And I would also say it's important, or I have found it to be important to have a business advisor or coach, um, my business advisor, coach, dear friend is Deidre Breckenridge. And um, she's been, it's tremendously helpful to have an objective perspective about what it is that you're doing. And also um, how you're perceived may not be what you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, perception is the key to reality. So for example, I was on a podcast and I thought it was gonna be edited. This was maybe, I don't know, four months ago. And I listened to it and I'm like, oh my God, I sound so bossy and like directing people and you can do this and you can't do that. So I took the, the thing out to my son and I said, I had him listen to the, the beginning of it. I said, do I sound like this? Am I like this bossy? And he was just so nonchalant. He goes, yeah, I mean, of course, like always. But, um, you know, I think it could go a little bit too far, which I think I did on that podcast, which is like, you can't do, you know, you don't do advertising, don't do this, don't do that. But, um, you know, I think take the time to realize that, you know, every, we can all we can all, you know, be able to be ourselves to whatever degree you feel comfortable. But, you know, first and foremost, be caring. Yeah, I think that there's, there's such such fantastic points. I think that, you know, being consistent and, as you say, not being tech heavy, you know, talk to people in the language that, you know, if you're attracting a particular audience, talk to them the way you would talk to them on the phone or talk to them in person. You know what I mean? Like I always say it, I've, I've seen so many websites like that and it just has so much jargon on it that you go, I couldn't be, I couldn't be bothered. And I just, you're gone and you've lost that customer. So, you know, keep it simple and keep it smart. That's a, that's always been my, my thing. And as you say, is the consistency across all your social and 
be real and, and show up as we do, you know? I um, think it, sorry, I'm sorry. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. So another, another point would be, I mean, I'm trying to consider all different audience sectors. If you're shy, if you're an introvert, perhaps you don't want to go on Zoom or you don't want to, you know, Zoom, whatever it is, or a podcast. But I'd say in whatever way you're comfortable, I don't want to make general statements, but, you know, like I go on podcasts, live shows, you know, meaning I do participate on Twitter. I am in communities. I do two way. I do writing. So, you know, you can I wear different hats, which mm. everybody does. So I'm saying if you're not comfortable doing one thing, then do something else that you're comfortable with. Like I will not make cold calls. That's something I don't do. I, yeah. I have sorry. I have a friend who's a colleague who's very successful at doing that, but yeah. I don't, that's just not something I do. So I'm not going to change into doing something that someone else is doing because they have success. I have to be able to be true to myself and that's for everybody else. Be true to yourself, yeah. whatever you feel is the best way, then that's what's right for you. But, but like you said, Alan, the important thing is show up somewhere, but actively, and I think that's the key to it here. I could sit here, uh, Wendy, and talk with you all day about this, uh, but I will be, I'll, I'll be given out to by the Lord and Master himself if I carry, if I try to go over his time. Um, Wendy, how can people reach out and connect with you if they want to get in contact? Okay, so I'm going to spell it because of my ex-husband. <laughs> so it's Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y, Glavin is G L. L is in love, A is in apple, V is in Victor, I as in ice cream, N is in Nancy, Wendy at WendyGlavin.com, Wendy Glavin Agency, Wendy Glavin on LinkedIn, Wendy Glavin on Twitter, and I do, and Instagram is Wendy Glavin New York City, NYC, which I need to change, obviously. I'm not in NYC. Um, I'll do W, I'll do Wendy Glavin Agency, maybe out east. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do have a Facebook business account, Wendy Glavin Agency, but it's just turned into me really posting much more and interacting on my personal Facebook. So now comes the big secret. So my that has my maiden name. So my personal Facebook account is Wendy Zucker, Z-U-C-K-E-R Glavin. Wendy right. Zucker Glavin. And when people say, well, why didn't you use your, my son said, no, what happened? My son said, are you going to use your maiden name? I was like, I said, I don't know. Maybe I should use my maiden name when we got divorced. And they said, mom, you can't, it's too Jewish, <laughs> which I am Jewish. I'm kind of a Jew in disguise. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes, glavin. <laughs> beautiful. beautiful. And it has been an absolute pleasure to sit and talk with you today. You too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really, really great. Um, so uh, thank you. And we wish you continued success. And uh, I'm delighted to have been able to sit and chat with you today. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much uh, to Russ. Thanks, Russ. And Russ will be back. So great stuff. Thanks, Wendy. I should talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. So there you go, uh, the wonderful Wendy's sitting talking to us today. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this um, Marketing with Russ, um, or should I say it's Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. Alan. Yes, um, so guys, 
Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, Russ will be back next week with another fantastic podcast, videocast, whatever you want to call this. But make sure you tune in here to Russ Hedge. Okay, if you want more details about Russ and, uh, and all the great stuff that he does, visit RussHedge.com uh, for more details. I'll see you all soon. As I always say, be social. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Have an amazing day. T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we've upped the benefits without upping the price. With Magenta Max, you get our best plan for 5G with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, you'll pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to 800 bucks. Only at T-Mobile. Capable device required for 5G. Activate up to 4K or video streams of 480p. 40 gigs high-speed tethering. Up to $800 via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Support charges waived. See details at T-Mobile.com. Own the road with T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Whether you're cruising through Nashville on I-40, heading down I-90 to Boston, or touring Santa Cruz in the 5, you'll be covered by the largest 5G network. T-Mobile covers the most interstate highway miles in America with 5G. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Most reliable according to independent third-party Umlaut from crowdsourced user experience data from January to July 2021. Fastest according to Open Signal Awards based on average speeds in USA. 5G user experience report July 2021.